This is the Viveling English Podcast. Viveling is an online language academy dedicated to providing quality one-to-one language coaching for kids, teens, and adults. Welcome to the Viveling English Podcast. Good morning, Tom. How are you today? I'm very well, thank you, Carrie. And what about yourself? Well, I'm very well also. In fact, I'm more than very well because this week celebrates the week of love, specifically Valentine's Day. And that's what I want to talk to you about today. What date is Valentine's Day again? Valentine's Day is celebrated on February 14th. And it's a, it's, a, it's a holiday that is celebrated in a lot of Western countries, but I think that it's growing in popularity um, all around the world. And I thought that maybe some of our listeners might be interested in some things related to Valentine's Day. What do you think? I'm sure they will be. I think it's an interesting cultural phenomena that we need to learn more about. <laughs> okay. Well, I thought we would talk about a few things related to Valentine's Day. And one of those things in America is what we call a candy heart or a conversational heart. Do you have any idea what that is? I have absolutely no idea, Kerry. Ah, well, this is like a little hard almost pure sugar candy with little expressions of love written on it. And children very often give them to their friends on Valentine's Day. Ah, oh, that sounds just like our love hearts. <laughs> but the love hearts that we have, well, I don't know if we still have them in England, but when I was a child, um, were little sweets or candies with a message on but they weren't really associated with Valentine's Day. You could eat them or give them to anybody at any time in the year. Oh, that's interesting. No, ours, I think, are more associated with Valentine's Day. But I have a true-false game for you today, and one of the statements is about the conversational hearts. So would you like to try? I'd love to. All right, so first uh, sentence, the candy hearts were originally medicine. Medicine? Medicine. Well, I don't think so, because surely medicine is something you have when you're ill, and it's not really related to Valentine's Day. <laughs> oh, but I'm sorry, Tom, the answer is actually true. Oh, no. Yes, the story of the Conversation Hearts first began when an American pharmacist invented a machine that simplified the way that medical lozenges were manufactured. Now, a lozenge is something that you put in your mouth to help with a sore throat or some kind of cold. And then the result was America's first candy making machine. Okay, that's fantastic. That's very interesting. Thank you, Carrie. Now, in or around Valentine's Day, or or even just when talking about two people um, newly in love, uh, we like to call this couple lovebirds. Do you have the same um, expression? 
Yes. Okay, so my second true-false question is that lovebirds are actually real birds. Well, I know that some birds are famous for their courtship rituals. And I imagine that these particular birds must be called lovebirds because of the way they behave. (laughs) So I would say, yes, I think it's true. Oh, you got that one right. It is true. There's a type of parrot, however, that is native to the continent of Africa. And the animals typically travel in pairs, so they are called lovebirds. (laughs) Okay. All right. Now, in uh, American Valentine's Day, one of the maybe biggest symbols is Cupid. Do you have this same symbol in the UK? Uh, Yes, we do. Um, Cupid is, I think he's a a little boy, a little angel uh, with an arrow. Uh, So, yes, we do have him. And in American culture, the idea is that Cupid, when he shoots you with his arrow, the next person you see, you will fall in love with. Is it the same for you? Yes, it is. Ah, we have something, something the same. Okay, well, now, true or false, Cupid is, in fact, a more modern-day symbol of Valentine's Day with his first appearance in the cathedral in Rome in the late 19th century. Hmm, I always imagined that it was an old symbol. So I have to say, I think that is a False, Carrie. Oh, you did well. It is, in fact, false. Cupid goes all the way back to 700 BC to the Greek god of love named Eros, who was a handsome, immortal man with power to make people fall in love. Okay, so I knew it was old, but I didn't know it was that old. (laughs) Yes, quite old. And in the 4th century, the Romans transformed Eros into this image of the the cute little boy with the bow and arrow and called him Cupid. Now, I have a question for you. Um, in, In the UK, what are some typical Valentine's Day gifts or or do you give gifts to special people on Valentine's Day? Well, um, the... The most common thing is a Valentine's Day card, Mm -hmm. which is often given to somebody anonymously because you think they are attractive. You're falling in love with them. (laughs) We also have uh, typical Valentine's Day gifts would be chocolate, uh, flowers, uh, maybe a, a bottle of champagne, or possibly even underwear. Interesting indeed. And I like that your cards are anonymous in America. It is quite different that we use the card as a real expression of love. So we sign it. We, of course, say some very nice, you know, loving things to the person who we are falling in love with or already are in love with. But my question for you is the Valentine's Day gift that people spend the most money on is roses. Hmm. 
Well, roses are expensive. And they are a tradition. And if you buy 12 roses, a dozen roses, it's even more expensive. You are right. So I'm going to go for true. Oh, it is a really good guess because roses are the most expensive on Valentine's Day. But it is false. Candy and flowers are some of the most common gifts for Valentine's Day. But the category that people typically spend the most on is jewelry. Jewelry. And I hadn't even thought about that one. (laughs) (laughs) So my final question for you today is, what are you doing for your wife that is special on Valentine's Day? Oh, no. Well, (laughs) Carrie, uh, my wife will be very disappointed uh, because I don't buy her jewellery on Valentine's Day and I don't buy roses either, uh, in fact. But having done this podcast and learned more about Valentine's Day, (laughs) I think I need to buy her some chocolate or some jewellery. So I will decide later today and I'll let you know how happy she was. Very good. And and good plan. Thank you for listening to the Feverling English podcast. For further information, go to our website, www.feverling.com or follow us on Facebook or Instagram. And don't forget to subscribe to this podcast.